Hey everybody, welcome to the Combo Wombo Podcast. I apologize for the echo, I am out of town. I am your host, Mr. Gimpy, with the one and the only, and the echo's gonna help this, Chipped Monk. Never apologize, never surrender, dude. Never <laughs> retreat, dude. Never give them right. uh, the satisfaction. You'll be apologizing forever, bro. That's true, bro. That's true. That's true. So how's it been, bro? It's been great. I've been just chilling. Uh, I, oh, man, I got into shenanigans today. I got into that... Uh, Whatever it's called, I think it's like Diffuse, Stable Diffuse. It's like the new, yep, old new old AI image generator, but this one's the open source one. It's open. Yeah, uh, yeah. They just they just updated it on Git, then didn't they? Yeah, the like 2.0. Recently. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's the stable version or whatever, like the the big one. Uh, I've been playing around with that because I've been using Midjourney, and Midjourney yeah. does everything better, but it costs money. So, you know. <laughs> Uh, it, it's good enough, like especially for like you're doing like paint overs and stuff, and you're using it more for like concepts and inspiration more than like uh, you want like a, some sort of final art for whatever reason. Uh, yeah, yeah, it works. It works. Yeah. Checks out. Uh, it's yeah. a lot of cool new features in that too. Like work does like image to image, so you can use like an image and then a prompt, and it'll like try and use that image data to uh, extract to a new prompt or whatever. So yeah, some some cool features with it. Yeah, man. So, so just going back to what we talked about before in the week, you were using this to, to get inspiration for your one shot comic initially. How is that coming along? The one shot comic. I've been thinking about it, and the thought alone has been reward enough for me so far. But uh, yeah, zero work. I was going to work on it. I think a little bit today and tomorrow. Uh, but that's when I stumbled onto Stable Dif- uh, Diffuse, and I've been downloaded all that, learned how to install it, got Python, did all that other stuff. It wasn't that hard. Uh, you know, I had like GitHub or whatever the, was it whatever it is the Git, thing. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, thing that gets from the Git repository puller. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So I did that. I don't know. It was, it was like a, it was a little intimidating, but I was like, hey, I know just enough to get into trouble. For sure. For sure. That's awesome, man. I'm glad. I'm glad you're finding new avenues to uh, help with that creative process because the the big thing that people don't get when you're making a comic, man, is story is almost easier to do than the art, right? Because there's so much that goes into the art. It just depends where... on, you know, what, what you're more comfortable doing. Yeah. Uh, for me, yeah, I've done so much art for so long where the fun part for me, the challenging part was just getting the story down. Uh, and now, like, yeah. the less challenging part, the more work, you know, in quotes, is, like, just doing the art stuff. But I know, like, for other people, it would probably be flipped, you know, where they would love to learn, yeah. like, new art stuff and composition and then, like, writing's like, the intimidating part for them. So it's it's whatever gotcha. whatever your lane is of, of comfort and, like, whatever you get excited about is going to be different person to person. But it's usually a team undertaking. You usually find some people who are into, like, one part or the other. But, you know. I get you. I'm just get like, getting That's that cool. homeless man beard, and I'm out here riding around getting it to try to make this comic book happen, bro. <laughs> For sure, bro. For sure. Yeah, man. I'm a, as you can tell, I'm on a business trip for my day job. I'm, a, I'm in the great state of Utah, um, chilling, just working my ass off, man. So um, I have night. That's the, that's the downtime. So one thing I want to touch on before we get to the other topic here is I've, I've traveled with the Steam Deck. You've been so, out there just um, playing with your deck by yourself, dude? With my deck. I was playing with my deck on the plane, dude. And wow. people were looking at me playing with my deck. They were really, they were really impressed because, you know, I have these these uh, AR glasses. Yes. So I had these bad boys on. And, and uh, you know, I, it didn't matter where I looked. So I just reclined my plane seat back as far as it'll go. So I'm you're sitting here guy, Steve, wondering it. I'm like, 
<laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, uh, but it worked great, dude. Um, like, I didn't disturb anyone next to me. I had a full Only the person field. behind you is <laughs> racked into okay. their knees, yeah? I, I was, I, 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 uh, my company paid for first class, so no, it didn't matter. Oh, okay. so, yeah, so I was chilling, dude. Um, so I played Dusk. I played uh, Elden Ring. I oh. played Devil May Cry. It was... How long was this plane ride, dude? Like four days? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Total like two and a half hours because I had two yeah. two two flights. Um, but you know, about... I was just testing games out. But yeah, yeah, most yeah. of it was was playing uh, Dusk, and I had a fucking blast. Actually, I actually almost beat the first. <laughs> the, the, uh, I'm like six six levels in on the first episode or whatever, or however they split it up. So it was fun, man. It worked great, uh, absolutely great. So um, one of the reasons that I, I couldn't like pack my my uh, my microphone. Uh, like the blue yeti um it just because i have to bring work stuff you know there was just i had one free trek bag so I, some things had to go yeah so i'm like this is a business trip not pleasure this trip not a pleasure trip yeah so so i'm relying on um the steam deck i bought a dock for it it's the jsox dock um i bought uh, uh i have my external mounts that are you streaming I always right have. now are you, are you on the steam deck right now no, no, the mic, you, dude. the mic quality would have been better <laughs> because right. the Steam mic's, mic has better echo cancellation than anything else I've ever tested where it's just open air like this. It's insane. But I'm on my laptop just because uh, setting up on the Steam Deck might have taken me too long before we do this because I still have other business stuff to do later today. Um, legitimate but, business, uh, have, man. Yeah, yeah. So I have a dock. I... Um, Why'd you zoom in uh, on your legend shirt, dude? That's a weird flex, yeah. but okay. <laughs> I got I got a uh, external keyboard that's a sixty five percent keyboard, uh, so ten click keyless. And dude, I plugged it in last night. I'm sitting here at this like computer station. I fucking couldn't tell you like the difference between playing on a regular desktop and that, other than the fact that I was wearing those glasses because it was the games looked great, the sound was great. I'm playing, I'm chilling. It was it was fantastic, dude. I gotta say. Um, the other thing I did too, like, because with the Unreal Airs, they're not you're not using the Steam's internal display, so you're making you're you're getting more battery life out of the stock. But just in case, I brought this bad boy. So with this, this can fully charge my Steam Deck in a few minutes. It's a 65 watt uh, portable charger. Um, I have the Deckmate, which lets me uh, this part it clips, so I can hold my Steam Deck, and this just clips on the back, and it's out of the way. And I can do it. I have masking tape because the adhesive that this uses will not come off. So in case I wanted to switch things around, I just got masking tape so I can do it. But oh. I got to say, man. Um, You're looking like Johnny Mnemonic over in the fucking hotel room hacking into uh, yeah, you know, Tommy Towers or So the front desk. So uh, literally. You walked so, in so with that shit in, with your glasses on. Oh, You're like, hello, I'm here to check in. You have like gloves on. <laughs> you might have seen me playing uh, on Steam. I, I don't remember if I was connected to Wi-Fi or not. But uh I was playing Binding of Isaac, right? Yeah. And I was just in the lobby because there was, like, free coffee and shit. So I'm, I'm just there. I'm chilling. I got this on. I'm not been bothering anyone. Some some guy taps me on the shoulder. He goes, dude, are you from the fucking future? I was like, <laughs> no, bro. He's like, bro, I your fucking glasses are look look like they're from the 80s. But I see the little, the, like, backlight of the screen. So I know you're seeing shit. And you're, you're playing a game. You're, you're not paying attention to anything. And I got to see what this is. So I checked the dude. I let the dude try the glasses on. This is how you he get pink eye, bro. <laughs> yeah. Right. I got, Strange men in the hotel lobby, bro. Yeah. You're swapping glasses with them, bro. Swapping spit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I let him, let him check away it out. He was, he was with fucking your dad, bro. What the heck? 
so I gotta say, dude, this has been like the most eye-opening thing that Valve has made probably with my with the add-ons that I have, the perfect handheld console, dude. Because yeah. when I'm in the hotel, I'm playing it as a full fucking desktop. When I'm when I'm out, it's a, it's the greatest handheld I've ever had. I, I gotta say, fucking props to Valve. It's goddamn amazing, dude. Yeah, I mean, you know, my only complaint, I love it. it you know, from everything, like, I've never hated on it. The only thing that sticking point for me is like the price point for me. Because I thought about getting one for a little bit and I was like, oh, there are supply chain issues. And then I was like, also, I'll have to wait like fucking a year. Uh, and then I was like, for like a little bit more money, for like a couple thousand more, I get like a really yeah. badass laptop. So that's what I did, man. Here's the thing. Like the laptop's great, man. But for ultra portability with your game library that you actually want to play, you're paying so much more for that gaming laptop that can do what the Steam Deck can. Yeah. It's incredible, dude. I so with my H, I have an HDMI out on this TV in the hotel. I fucking set that up with the Steam Deck, dude, and I have my Xbox controller with me. I fucking played Elden Ring with the controller on a fucking TV like I was at home, dude. Nice. In the fucking hotel. So my gaming life has not changed. Yeah. For for travel. It's fucking incredible, dude. So I'm going to be the biggest fucking corporate chill you've ever heard. Buy a goddamn Steam Deck. You will not regret it. It is insanely, it has an insane value. And if you're, especially if you're traveling, you can't go wrong. If you're a gamer, you're traveling, you can't go wrong with it. I'll just put it out there uh, for a little bit more. You get, you know, a nice laptop, a decent laptop. It just depends on your needs and wants. It won't be handheld. You're not going to be able to, like, whip out a laptop on the plane or anything. Uh, But, you know. You can, you can. Don't be that guy, dude. I, I I was that guy before, but I don't know. I like when like, I bought laptops, they were fucking gaming laptops, so they were monsters. Yeah. So yeah, I'm like my, I feel like my battery life's like maybe two hours, so I would have been like dead yeah. with, on the three hour flight, <laughs> like with an hour to kill yeah. in between. I'm like, damn, nothing to do. So. Yeah, man. So gotta say, Steam Deck. I, I this is the first trip that I've been on that I have not brought a Nintendo console with me oh. on, a, on a trip. I don't miss it. Damn. That that's huge. That is huge. So, so that being said, man, Nintendo, dude, it's over. No, no, no. Nintendo is the reason why this exists. Rip Nintendo, We've said it before dude, many times here on the podcast. Nintendo does things first, and others will follow. So I'm excited for what Nintendo does next because if the Steam Deck came from the from, it's like a distant cousin to the Switch, man. I'm excited to see what Nintendo does next. It's that car collab, bro. I'm telling you. Might be right, bro. Trust me, I'm from the future. You might have all the tech from the future, bro, but I'm legit from the future out here pulling predictions. Yeah, yeah. So um, uh, that being said, um, I'm having a great time with my travel. I'm going to hoop on over and tell you, bro, I was playing that uh, Modern Warfare 2, the beta. Yes, sir. Uh, And we were complaining about like how bad like the user AI or UI is. Yeah, Yeah, the user interface is garbage. Uh, and my buddy was like, why is it so bad, Chip? Why? <laughs> and I was like, bro, it's it's made for a controller to navigate with a controller. And he's like, you think it's for a tablet? And I was like, holy shit, dude, you might be right. <laughs> like, yep. I was like, this shit was like... Yeah, and I was like, crab, this shit would look crispy as hell like on a phone or like a little tablet, dude. I was like, there's like a billion, you know, phone gaming device with the Xbox pass, dude. If you had like a touch fa- like interface uh, for like a phone, I could see that. Uh, that'd be dope. Yep. True, true. So, but as far um, as like a PC experience goes, like it is fucking horrible. Like it's the worst. Trap. Yeah, absolutely. It's like really bad for <laughs> friends and stuff. But if you were like on a tablet, <laughs> if you're on like a forty dollar tablet, dude, like then yeah, I get it. 
so let's get in. Let's get into this beta here. Let's use the last little bit, little bit to talk about our, our opinions on that. Um, overall, I had fun initially until I tried it myself without oh. friends, and that's where the cracks started to show. And it's primarily cracks with how Infinity Ward wants you to play the game. Their skill-based matchmaking is tuned so much where after my third game, I had the sweatiest fucking camper lobbies of all time. And it that's was everybody, bro. That's COD, bro. Welcome back. No, no. That's Infinity War COD because they hate the run and gun. They want you to take it slow. They want you to hold a corner. They want you to do... They, they hate, like, they hate like the fucking... The, the tweaker shit. And I, don't I, play for, I play COD for the tweaker shit, man. So it, The way they tune, like, the footsteps, like, you can hear motherfuckers from, like, a mile away now. So like I actually like that because yeah, but it, it leans with, yeah, it leans more into like that camper mentality though. It's like if I can hear everybody coming, I'm just gonna sit here. I will always have like first shot advantage. I can like start pre-shooting before you even like turn over. Is um, suppressors didn't mean dick because you always had the red dot on the map, so you yeah. couldn't hide yourself with suppressors. You had dead silence, but that was a field field a field upgrade instead of a perk. Yeah. So that was a little different. So the game really rewards camping, and it also rewards shoot first, which, for me, that is not how I like to play COD. And the, this COD, unless friends buy it, I won't, I won't purchase myself. But that being said, this is going to be the base engine that they use for probably the next decade, and I think that they're on the right path with that. Yeah. I think the reworked audio engine is great. I think the muzzle flashes from the weapons as of now is way too intensive. I think the muzzle flash, the muzzle smoke, you can't see shit. Yeah. If you're doing it. I don't like the, the flashbangs either, dude. This shit's crazy. <laughs> like, this leads to controller players having advantage because the auto-aim, even if they can't see, the auto-aim's going to track for them. So um, I'm not I'm not one to go, oh, controller versus PC bullshit. I think if you're good at the game in any aspect, you're going to be good at the game in another. You know, I think that that, that your controller method doesn't mean shit. So um, uh, but I think might, it's inherent. This might get a little smoke from everybody else, uh, but I felt the optimum amount of grenades would be three just for the way people were playing like all the campers and shit like instead yeah instead of one lethal one uh whatever i want three lethal give me three lethal to like toss out Uh, i feel like that's the better balance i feel like that would stop a lot of camping (laughs) because like you're gonna get like you know ricocheted or like if people know where you are camping you'd be like oh this guy's camping you know whatever by the chandelier and people can like huck one over like the chandelier and get you you know or they're like you know, uh, bomb site B on the back corner, like crouch down. People can like, you know, the whole team throwing like one grenade to like get one dude out instead of like, and then have like two left. You know, I feel like that that changes a lot. Sure, sure. So overall, I had fun with friends in the beta. This version, this Modern Warfare Two as is, it's not a purchase for me. But the baseline that they've set with this engine, I'm excited for what the other developers who handle the property do. Because they make the multiplayer in the terms of I want to play, so I'm excited about modern about Warzone 2, uh, because that's being worked on by a separate team using this engine. So we'll see how that turns out. Um, but uh, I think Modern Warfare 2 for me, it's a skip. But Warzone 2, I think, and I think the next CODs, I think we're in a new new era for COD. Oh damn! Uh, you know, for me, I I really appreciate the way it looks. I think it it played really smooth. The I, it's still not a buy for me either. I'd say wait for sale. Maybe I'd get like on a Christmas sale or something when it like drops from like seventy down to like twenty or thirty bucks. But I'm, I'm probably like fifteen is for like a for sure buy. Thirty's uh, yeah. like maybe like if everybody else has it at that point, or if they do like some gift pack situation. I think if the campaign is good, 
and also this this like weird Destiny Two style raid mode that we couldn't test in beta. I think if that's good, that could sway some people mm. because if the PVE aspect is there, where COD has never had a PVE. Um, well, it has, but you know, like with zombies and shit. But like the Infinity War cards have always dabbled, but they've never full board went into anything. But I think if this weird raid mode could work, it could be the alternative to zombies that people will stick around for. I think that's exciting. I'm not holding out too much for the campaign. I feel like the campaigns have gotten like crazier and crazier as time have gone on. They're like, what's the most clickbaity thing we can do in this game to like get people like really pissed off? Uh, they've been doing that for like years now, so I, I don't know where they go from. Did they have like they're fighting in space at one point? Did you or terrorists like shooting up like airports at one point? Like, dude, they're they're really going hard on the paint, dude. They're like, what can we do to really get the the newsprint out there, running stories? Yep. Yep. Oh, man. So, overall, um, we have to make this a quick one because I have another uh, business thing to get to after this. Um, what are we at for time? So wham, bam, dude. We're, uh, you know, 17, about to be up on, we'll call it 20. Let's get All another right. three. We'll do our closing yeah. thoughts here, man, and we'll wrap it up, boys and girls. Yeah, dude. So, I apologize for the quickness of this, um, but I yeah. gotta say. So, you're not buying, uh, I'm saying, I'm waiting for a sale. Uh, I think, yeah. overall, the game's really beautiful looking. I think they... They could rebalance a lot of the camping nonsense with just like adding more uh, lethal grenades. Personally, uh, yeah, a lot of the game types are kind of fun and interesting. They're trying, they're trying stuff, but it doesn't seem like they're fully committed to any one thing. Yeah, a lot of the, the modes seem eighty percent done. Yeah, they're know? like, oh, we got third person. Maybe we could get some uh, Fortnite kids. So they're like, oh, we got like a battle uh, field type. SoCal vibes with that. I actually think if they focused on that more, they could have a COD offshoot, just pure third person. That'd be interesting. Well, you said it's like their engine, so I'm sure like maybe they got other games sure. in the work where this is kind of like a demo to like the rest of the teams working sure. in there under. I'm like, hey, you know, you could do anything with this engine. It's, it's not just for FPSs anymore. So yeah, dude, yeah, for sure. So so yeah, final thoughts. Uh, COD for me to skip, and uh, I'll, I'd say I'd say it's a skip, but I'd, I'd pick it up for like twenty bucks. Um, and uh, for the Steam Deck portability fucking with Valve's current updates, because I've, I've, I know other people have reviewed the Steam Deck and have complained about certain things, but they're constantly making it better. And for me, right now, as of, you know, October 2022, couldn't be happier. Did you experience any bugs or glitches when you are playing the... Not even one. Wow. I think I had the game crash on me once. Literally? For, yeah. for Modern Warfare? Yeah. Okay. But that was it. After that, I was fine. Yeah. I don't like when it first dropped, like, a lot of people were having, like, crazy problems with it. And they're like, this game's fucking bullshit. What's with all these errors? Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, yeah, what can you do? That's betas, bro. (laughs) You're like, they don't fix shit in betas anymore. Wait three months after the game launches. Maybe they'll fix that first wave of stuff. Definite, definite. Oh, shit, bro. All right, man. I got to get going to my next event. Uh, But for the Humble Humble podcast, I'm Mr. Gippy. Chipmunk. You guys have a great weekend. We're back normal next week. Share, subscribe. Peace. Yo. Yeah, bitch.